Hey everyone, this is your host Caleb Green and you have turned right on records where we review the latest in heavy metal and rock music, singles, EPs, and albums. Today we are doing an episode of Split Opinion covering ACDC and Motorhead. While there might not be many comparisons between the two, I believe that there are. I feel that one is on the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to hard rock and heavy metal, where the other one is playing it firmly on the opposite side. ACDC being more mainstream for the majority of their career compared to Motorhead, even though Motorhead does have more releases. But why did ACDC get more traction than Motorhead? Let's look into it. So, ACDC starting in 1973 with original singer Dave Evans and guitarist Angus Young. They went on to pick up Bon Scott for vocal duties and continued until his death where Brian Johnson was then picked up and released Back in Black, and the rest is history. There's been a joke for years saying that they released the same album over and over and over again from the beginning of their career, which I do not believe is true whatsoever. Even when Dave Evans was in the band, their version of Can I Sit Next to You Girl was completely different than the version that they recorded with Bon Scott. Bon had a very bluesy style to hard rock, and kind of like an old-fashioned vibe, I guess that's the best way I can put it. I believe the attraction to Bon Scott was the lyricisms that he had in each song that were all personal. A lot of them were dark. Obviously, you had, like, some of your, like, party songs even back then. You know, they were straight-up bangers, and even now, they're still, like, really good. But his lyrics always had some meaning to them, even... It's a long way to the top, had some personal meaning behind it, talking about their journey as a band, which, I mean, this guy, he had a pretty dark life, and it definitely stood out in the lyrics, even going all the way up to Highway to Hell, which I think that is the album that really cemented their sound going forward. Even in Back in Black they kept that sound that they were still doing in Highway to Hell, leading off into For Those About to Rock, so on and so forth. They actually had a dip in popularity until The Razor's Edge, which is a very good record if you haven't heard its entirety. Blow Up Your TV, uh, Fly on the Wall, Flick of the Switch, those are all really good records too. However, that was a really dark period for the band considering at the time Richard Ramirez the Night Stalker was using their memorabilia as like hey you know these guys inspired me to murder people and all that shit it kind of went south Angus Young even gave an interview on it saying like you know we don't condone this kind of stuff but regardless of that having their live albums and leading off into the 90s during 95, releasing Ball Breaker, 2000, Stiff Upper Lip, Black Ice, Rocker Bust, and then Power Up in 2020. ACDC has pretty much stuck with the same sound, and they know how to write their songs. They know how to create arena anthems and really get that energy going through each track. Not a lot of ballads, but the ones that are there, the best ones are written by Bon Scott. I would definitely listen to those if you ever get the chance. I also think that their imagery... Uh, mainly with album covers 
and merchandise with the whole voltage and just straight rock and roll shit like that. I think that's really what sustained them the majority of the time. Even their live albums are outstanding, which if you haven't heard one of those, I'm going to say it again, go ahead and give some of them a listen. Bon Scott era or Brian Johnson era. They have been a household name for a very long time, for better or worse. If it was the Richard Ramirez Night Stalker trials shit, or it was just them being a good band, you know, everyone knows who ACDC is, and there's a reason for that. They write really good music, they write really good songs, and they put in the work. They do long tours, worldwide tours. I don't know about now, especially with the price of everything going nowadays for bands to actually go on tour but acdc can put on a show and angus young particularly you know with the whole schoolboy outfit and the trotting along stage with the guitar like he's never let that down and they've always really stayed true to themselves which a lot of bands don't do or a lot of bands in the era that they were in tried to change and match up with what everybody else was doing and it didn't really work for them but acdc like i said had their foot submitted to the ground and they did not change whatsoever which in this turn of events actually worked out for once because there's a lot of bands that people say oh all their albums sound the same they break up and it's usually true you know like a lot of their stuff does sound the same and acdc they do have a lot of songs that sound the same but as formulaic as it is they all have a different flair to each track I remember when Rocker Bus came out in high school and I never thought ACDC was going to release another album after Black Ice, but they did. And then a couple of years later, they dropped Power Up. So they're still strong and going. Um, a hidden gem that I think, uh, Stiff Upper Lip and Big Gun. With that being said, a lot of their deep cuts are better than some of their A-sides, honestly. Like their singles and stuff, like... Some of their deep cuts are just amazing and a lot better than some of the stuff that gets played all the time that you hear on movies and all that jazz. Like, these guys are a master of their craft, and it definitely shows all these years later. So, Motorhead. Fuck. Man, these guys are great. Lemmy Kilmeister, from the beginning of it, 1975, having constant lineup changes all the way up to 1992, and continuing to release music, being the primary lyricist and writer for the band, having these connections to Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, all these other groups, like, this guy is a killer. And the rest of the band is awesome too. Like, the only thing I can say about Motorhead that I really can't get over is... I know a lot of their singles, but their deep tracks, I do not. I don't know what it is. I never really got into them. But they're not bad. They're actually really good. Every time I've ever heard a deep track from them, I'm like, wow, that was, that was you know, fucking solid. I wish I heard more of it. I wish I could have uh, gotten into them a lot earlier than what I did with ACDC and KISS. You know, a lot of other bands that don't really try to change their sound and stick to the same formula. These guys, on the other hand, man, they uh, they are definitely masters of their craft, and they've been masters of their craft since day one, where the opposite for ACDC, I don't think they really came to until Back in Black. But, man, the first Motorhead album, 
all the way up to the latest one, Bad Magic, has never disappointed. Even though I don't really go back and listen to a lot of these albums back to back, they they hold a pretty good place in my heart. My uncle actually listened to them a lot, and that's actually how I got into them. He uh, had a greatest hits, showed it to me, and every track I was just blown away. Even all their covers on the greatest hits album they he had uh, brought over. But the issue with Motorhead is that they are almost too formulaic. And there's not enough mainstream songs. I think that's why they didn't gain the popularity that ACDC did. However, that doesn't mean that they're bad. I actually think Motorhead has better songs than ACDC, especially their deep tracks. But that's all right. You know, they're Motorhead. Everyone knows who they are. Everyone knew who Lemmy was. Even their covers album in 2017 was solid. These guys have never been a letdown, and they've always stayed true to themselves, and I think that's what Lemmy has always tried to do, is be true to himself. Like, never let it down, never show a face that wasn't real, and they stuck to it. And I think that's why they gained the popularity that they did, because they were just truthful, and they were honest, especially in their lyrics, even though some of it had to do with some outrageous shit sometimes, like war, or gambling, or you know, going deep into like alcoholism and stuff like that. Like, I think that was true. You know, well, I know that was true. Like, obviously, like if Lemmy says it was true, then, you know, I I full heartedly believe the man wasn't making shit up. But, you know, he, he stuck to his guns. And I think that's why they gained the popularity that they did. Also, not including their concerts were apparently fucking amazing. I never got to see one. I always wanted to. It was dubbed the loudest concert in the world at one point. I don't know who owns it now, but yeah, fucking Motorhead is timeless. Their logos are timeless. Their merchandise is timeless. Everything about it, the whole look, the vibe, the Rockerola, you know, like they really own it. And they owned it all the way up until Lemmy passed away, which still, like, I cannot believe. I, I still, like, I think about it sometimes when I hear one of these new albums are coming out by an older band and I think to myself, oh, well, Motorhead can release one. It always slips my mind that he's gone. But yeah, he, he's still with us and his music's still with us. So. so those are my thoughts and opinions on ACDC compared to Motorhead and what their careers were like and how they matched up together. And I think they... They pretty much were neck and neck for a long time, at least, at least you know, song-wise. I don't know about sales. I'm not getting into that. Obviously, ACDC is a powerhouse when it comes to selling records. But, yeah, if you're into groups that keep the same sound the whole time, I would recommend Kiss if you're into, like, the 80s metal thing. Cannibal Corpse if you're into death metal, heavier genres like that. Mastodon. A majority of Rush, I think there might be like two or three albums in there that eh, sound a little bit different. They're also progressive, just like Mastodon. On the lighter side, though, eh, if you're looking for old school punk, I'd say The Ramones. That's a pretty simple one. Mm, There's a couple more. I can't really think of them off the top of my head. But yeah, if you want to go deep dive in those discographies... Hey man, spin some ACDC, spin some Motorhead, Ramones, Cannibal Corpse, you know... Whatever your cup of tea is, get into it, man. Enjoy some music and uh, 
these legacy groups that are still around and they 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 hold a very special place in my heart you know listening to it on trips with my parents listening to Ramones especially ACDC and Motorhead like I don't know it just it just takes me back to when I was a kid and even as an adult I can resonate with a lot of their stuff so yeah check them all out hope you enjoyed this episode we have a Facebook page and a Twitter that we post on pretty regularly so We'll see you there if you want to discuss anything or if there's any music coming up that you want us to listen to and check out, please let us know. We're all ears. Anyways, this is your host, Caleb Green, and I will see you right on records.